I have been very restrained yep. when it comes to speaking about this kind of stuff in the public eye. Why, though? I get my for, for, for fear of all of the things that you've outlined. Yeah. Oh. One. Okay, so if you're watching or listening, uh, that would have been weird for everyone, including me. But if you've been following the journey, you'll know that your faithful podcast host, Will Fleming, is attempting 100 burpees a day for 100 days. And uh, this podcast intro is day eight of that journey. How's it been, you're asking? Well, horrible. I couldn't do burpees on day one, day two, and half of day three. So what you got was a series of movements, (laughs) a series of stages. Standing, moving to the floor, lying on the floor, and that in reverse 100 times. I don't think I've felt that broken in, um, in many years. But what's amazing, what's mind-blowing, is that a few days later, and your old pal's out here, cranking through the burpees. Now, something happens when you have a, a, a burden to try and get through. Something hanging over you every day. And, and look, here's the thing that's been on my mind is we have things hovering over us, leaning on our shoulders every day. But this is one of those burdens that uh, I've put there on purpose. And I guess I learnt this through my conversations, through the podcast. Albie Robeck, who joined me, I think two podcasts ago from this one, he talks about doing really hard things. We, I think we started articulating why, but it only came to me later that introducing hard things on purpose seems ridiculous, seems stupid, but it's, it's definitely got a purpose. Kind of uh, being okay with... It's like a controlled chaos. You know how hard it is, but you know you just have to chip away at it. And I guess that revealed itself to me in day three and four of this burpee challenge is, um, oh, I don't have to do a hundred in a row. So now I come out, I do little sets of five, little sets of 10. This morning, it's like uh, nine o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, and I'm, I'm gonna do 25 with you guys while you're listening and watching this little uh, intro. I think the the audio quality is going to further deteriorate the more tired I get. <laughs> okay, so let me do five more and then we're going to get into this week's episode with my good friend Greg Buckley. One. Four. Five. 
One question you might be asking yourself if you're watching is, are those gardening gloves? And the answer is, yes they sure are. I didn't know, but gardening, gardening gloves give you amazing grip. Because your hands are going on the ground a hundred times a day. And uh, I also realised it's way easier to do um, burpees on concrete. I started it on grass, but I kept sliding, which was probably part of the reason it haunted me. But these are all the lessons you learn when you attempt to do something hard every day on purpose. I'm not saying life is easy. Life is already hard, and there's something fascinating about adding <laughs> one more hard thing in. This episode of Please Blow My Mind has my good friend Greg Buckley. Now, we've been creative pals for, oh, it must be close on 10 years, and we've done many creative projects. But one thing Greg and I talk about when we're filming, because when you're filming, you have lots of long breaks, you have downtime. And uh, we always talk about belief and spirituality and faith. And he's been following me on my own journey of self-discovery, I guess, this podcast, you know. What do I believe? At the moment, I, I can't tell you I know exactly, but it's definitely that there's something. And I've put it into the unknown category. And, I mean, we have plenty of unknown categories um, on Earth, right? Uh, dark matter, all these things. So... Greg, someone I, I'm often fascinated with. He has very strong faith and very strong belief. And we talk about that in this week's podcast. Um, one thing I didn't know, maybe I did, but I wasn't quite sure, is Greg's not the first to tell you his beliefs. And I asked him why in this podcast. And he said, well, he doesn't really know how others will react. And I thought that was a really interesting uh, dynamic for us in society. We believe we live in a free society, in an open society, in an inclusive society. But do people who have uh, traditional uh, faith-based religions, if that's the correct way to put it, do they feel that it's inclusive and open? It's a question, right? It's a question. Um, so we cover that, plus much more. Uh, let me get through the rest of my boobies on my own. Uh, maybe you can stay for five more. Um, and let's get into the podcast with Greg Buckley. Just quickly, if you're enjoying the Will Fleming journey on Please Blow My Mind, please consider jumping over to Patreon and uh, supporting your mate, your old burpee mate with gardening gloves on, Will Fleming. Um, yeah, trying to produce content specific for Patreon followers. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's all good things. Um, okay, cool. Enjoy this week's episode with Greg Buckley. Thank you all for blowing my burpee, <coughs> my mind. Welcome to Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. Please blow my mind. Whoa. That's the goal, brother. Get joy in your lives yeah. every day. I'm just simply looking to be 1% better every day. I get it, man. <laughs> We're together on that. That is yeah. mind-blowing. We've got our work cut out for us. It's the thing that inspires me to continue on. Everything happens, and then we find a reason. You just went deep. Greg Buckley, welcome uh, to Please Blow My Mind with me, your old trusty pal, Will Fleming. It's good to be back, man. How's it going? Oh, <laughs> you know, question. Oh, oh, where do I start? <laughs> nah, it, it's it's good, man. Life is life is good. Life is life is busy. Life is crazy. Yeah. 
we're doing podcasts out the back of a van and well there's uh, something interesting too about kind of you know they say do something uh, challenging or put yourself in a slightly uncomfortable scenario mm. and uh, pulling up in a car park in an industrial area and pulling out a couple of microphones um, services all those because everyone's like what the heck are those guys doing <laughs> yeah and I, I want to be I want to be at the water cooler this afternoon where they go back and they tell the story about what they saw in the car park because I'm sure there's plenty of things that go down in this car park but um, broadcasting probably isn't top of the list. No, and there might be another version too where they're like, man, those dudes were podcasting or on microphones. Why don't we do that? Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Cause, because, you know, you raise an interesting point, which is we care deeply what others, well, we care deeply what we pretend others say about us. We care deeply about what we pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily so the they truth. They not say anything. Yeah. But we've already made that narrative. Yeah. And so we're really overcoming ourselves when we stand here. Yeah. Know, when they say do things that challenge you, it's yeah. actually, it's like a solo effort, eh? It's, yeah, it's got very little to do, what, to do with what people actually think yep. or, or will actually say because we've got no, no real way of quantifying it, in fact, exactly what... Why do you think we like that? Uh, because we're, I guess we're social beings, we're social characters, and we, we want the affirmation of those around us to be able to... Um, feel good, you know. It's that that affirmation that fires the endorphins, gets the the biology working, and yep. and and I think ultimately more than anything else, you know, uh, whether by by des- by default or by design, um, community is a really big thing for us, mm. and acceptance is kind of the the precursor to community. True that. And yeah, I guess it goes without saying that um, when we're accepted, we're on the way to being let into the inner sanctum wow what's the inner sanctum wow. <laughs> it can be whatever it needs whatever you need it to be well i need it to be well, i don't know i mean that's arguably half of the point of doing these chats is to work out well what is when it all comes down to it what is it for you know and i mean there's multiple certainly multiple answers for that And I think that is an amazing thing, that it is a challenge. It's not just in front of you, you know? Mm. I think, but I think that uh, that question's, again, it is actually a relatively simple one. Right. It's it's either all about progressing yourself as far as you can in this thing called life by whatever means possible, or it's about a journey to to understand something that's ultimately bigger than yourself. Um, and that can take on a number of different shapes and forms, but really when you distill the question down, it's kind of option A or option B. Yeah. Um, option B's got a, a, few, a bit more nuance to it and how you kind of land on something that you're prepared to go out on a limb for and kind of make bigger than than yourself. Yeah. But it's either you live for yourself or you live for something bigger. Right. I don't know. Well, yeah. That's well that's one thing that does come up on the podcast is it seems to be that I guess you're saying like I guess you're saying when you're not living for yourself then the question is who you're living for. Yeah. And and at the moment I kind of classify that and we've talked about this before it's as in the kind of unknown mysterious box, you know? Mm-hmm. Like this this little bit of gray matter. Um, or th- this little area where we might be 
describing it or trying to find ways to explain it you know without a language that we have yet yeah but we definitely are talking about something I mean I talk to many people some who have kind of the ultimate belief mm -hmm. others who kind of would say that they are about the zeros and ones mm. but I see through lines you know and I see similarities I see people all talking from a place of you know um a place of uh, well, deep love and meaning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's it's, it's just so interesting. It's interesting for me because I guess I'm putting by by design or not. I seem to be finding myself in more scenarios which connect with various types of people, mm. which you just don't know how important that is in today's kind of world, where an algorithm decides what Greg sees. Mm. I and I, I think is it. <laughs> Yeah, I and mean, like, I guess what's interesting is is that we can spend a lot of time trying to distill down. Um, you know, we've we've got this predisposition that wants to know the fact in the in the information age. We have to, you know, we have to know the answer. Um, but I think it's going. You know, so much of this is largely predicated on intent as well. You know, what 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 is what is what is the um, the worst that could happen? You know, like deciding on a lane. Or a way in which, or, or you know, a, a, a life to pursue bigger than yourself, um, pursuing that for a purpose, and then getting to the end of that life and realizing, well, maybe it wasn't the right one. Is it is it worse that that happens, or the fact that you don't ever do it at all? Because you know, it's kind of like it's a little bit of a win-win if you if you get stuck into it, yeah. and it is for the genuine betterment of something bigger than yourself. That, does that make sense? You know yeah, what I mean? I mean you know what I mean? That, that, like that idea that actually it's about intent, yeah. because none of us really truly have the ability to nail down it's this or that or the other thing and like you say there's some things that connect them together but it's about intent and the fact that you want to live intentionally um, because that's ultimately where change happens it's not in aha I've got the right answer it's actually about the fact that I'm actually trying to make a change and I'm trying to figure this out but the only way I can figure it out is by doing something and actually actively living out of a set of values um, that allows me to explore that. I can sit on the fence and kind of ponder, but does that necessarily take me any closer to any sense of an answer? I don't know. Yeah. Well, any does it take me any closer to any sense of an answer? I, I wonder, see, because I kind of set out on this journey to, to find an answer, you know, and, and I don't quite know what the question was, but it was something around talk to a thousand people and at the end of it, maybe make your decision or make an informed, you know, like make a researched argument as to what you think it's all about, you know. Um, so I say because then all right, I'll put it I'll put it a different way then. Um, you do the research yep. and you find the answer to the question, yep. but in 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 pursuing the research. Um, you've only ever continued to li live within the confines of yourself and your own construct yeah. or you take a research approach that says I'm going to actually live some of this out get outside of my own bubble and actually begin to live some of the, the, these things out in order to find where I settle on this stuff mm. you know because I think it, I think it's still possible to be 
pursuing an answer to that bigger that bigger question but equally so you can still do so from a from a uh, not a selfish is not the word but from a very person personal centric perspective yeah you know um and i think that's re- like that's really challenging it's challenging for me it's challenging for i think for all of us mm-hmm. that if you're truly wanting to live for the the greater purpose you've actually just got to start doing that and then the lens might change and alter and shift it in shape along the way but it's actually getting outside of that bubble of this is actually just about me yeah well I feel like we're kind of talking in somewhat in metaphors and maybe that's what we do anyway yeah but what are you talking about when you're talking about purpose in terms of well you know we're saying uh, you what I'm saying I'm talking to a thousand people in an effort to better understand the purpose yep. you know and maybe not in so much terms as uh, having vocabulary to explain it but the feeling behind it you know like yep. um, so okay so to put it in, in real terms I mean we not make no bones about the fact that um, you know, for me, faith is a really, really key part of who I am and yeah. a part of my life. And I'm involved in what would, I guess, otherwise be be regarded as, uh, you know, mainstream Protestant Christianity. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think there's that question of purpose in terms of, like, for me personally, mm. the lens that I've I, I try and live through is this idea that um, my faith is a means by which I can do all that I can to help uh, reconcile myself and those around me um, to this idea of the Gospels and kind of what would contain in that um, and the fact that um, you know ultimately love wins and you know the faith that I have is, is that um, you know the God that I look to is 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 love um, and so that's I guess that's the thesis um, but that's also a, a- a through line, right? If you were to say that sentence again and, and say, kind of like, uh, well, love wins, mm-hmm. you, I guess unless you haven't had love or you haven't been exposed or you haven't had an, uh, a chance to be loved, most people could agree that that's a solid, um, a solid rubric for life, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I guess it's that idea that within, and it's the part that I think, uh, unfortunately, is kind of being lost in the media and, and the modern day church has done a really bad job of being able to communicate this as well, is that idea that um, the reason or the, 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 you know, the love that I speak of um, through the context of my faith is ultimately it's, you know, the gospels talked about Jesus who came to earth as blemishless Mm. uh, that would die and stand in the gap and be risen again for me in my imperfection so again take from that what you will in terms of the reality of that situation but it's that I guess it's that it's that narrative of something that is completely undeserving of having to do this real, you know, the most ultimately terrible thing in order that it, they or it might stand in the gap yeah. for this thing that had ultimate, th- this other thing that it ultimately was completely deserving of what was coming to it. Um, if that is not, you know, the most 
from my perspective, the most purest act of love and most selfless act of love. Um, I'm not sure what is. And again, I, I, I remain, remain ha- happy to to explore. Explore, but for me, it's about we got to have dialogue. You know, like um, that's that's my experience. I've I've lived that out. But I guess. Um, there's a whole lot of other conversations and I know ultimately you know we've spoken about it a number of times before um, in an information age where we have information at our fingertips we have never never been any more as uncertain as we have been at this point in time and for me that's just an incredibly ironic place to be in and so I I don't want to shut down the conversation by narrowing it to just what I think but I do know that in 2019 there's a real case to be made for people being brave enough to explore what faith and I'm, you know I'm I'm not predicating that on a particular faith or a particular worldview but that stepping outside yourself to reconcile uncertainty um, I think there's a real case to be made for that and I think there's a lot of people that in an age where mental health is paramount people are recognising that um, it's body, mind and spirit that has to be holistically taken care of um, that there's a case for people to bega- begin to engage in that conversation more um, my lived experience is my lived experience man and and I'm not saying that that's necessarily going to be the same for you but I certainly know I can talk to you about it and I can bring you into that and walk with you as you try and live that out you know you know do you feel like in 2019 though you have to do you feel any um, hesitation to say you're a man of faith Oh, one hundred percent. But do you think it's been like that throughout history? I mean, or, or do you think it's particularly in this time because so much is driven by kind of proof and and um, you know measurement? You know, we measure everything. No, to to be honest, I think the largely the demise of or the fear that I have around being able to live out my faith openly is because of some of the ridiculous decision making of those within the church to be honest and right. my okay, and so my and my frustration is largely like if if I hadn't had the experience that I had yeah um and I was looking in from the outside I would probably have the same view of me yeah um and but not you know and not to say that you, I mean I think there's a certain degree of yeah prove it but again I think we've reached that tipping point where Mystery is mystery, and people 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 know two things. They know that um, change is happening at an unprecedented rate, yeah. um, never ever seen before in history, and so therefore, anxiety is at the 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 anxiety around change and mystery is at, is at the highest level that it's ever been at as well. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like it's kind of obvious you know that getting outside me and getting into a we is is where the anecdote or antidote begins um I'm not prepared to go any further than that but I'm prepared to walk with people regardless of whether the position that they're in 
on that journey to understanding what we means for them. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I guess I also want to say it doesn't need to make sense today. No, you know, no. Like uh, what, you know, I, I kind of like, you know, I guess I relate it back to the podcast and, and be, it being a bit of a journey for me, you know, yeah. because I actually, although it's a nice little PR strategy to say have a thousand conversations and make a worldview, there's not really any pressure on me too because, you know, it's about enjoying the journey and learning along the way and yeah. like there's so many things that I get out of this which is you know we have a nice view we get fresh air yeah. we get a certain amount of uh, being uncomfortable which I think is good for us you know yep. there was people the Stoics used to walk down the street sometimes nude to purposefully remind themselves what it was like to be uncomfortable yep. and in this world of the sedentary and Facebook and algorithm yep. and computer and hiding all of these <laughs> things you know it's like doing these little things is what it's funny because on paper the podcast is something else to how it actually is for me which is I like time spent with people and, yeah, 100%. and all of those other things I mentioned and like kind of like looking around and, and, and being somewhere different so so there's like there's all other things that I I just my kind of I've got two concerns one is that we get bogged down in details and that separates us you know because mm. you know when you when you say faith there'll be a Immediately, some people are like, ah, you know what? Oh, one hundred percent. But, but, but I don't know why that is because we always, we have faith in lots of things. You know, um, if you happen to have a partner, you've got faith that they won't cheat on you. Yeah. You know, it's no different. You're mm. believing in something, even though you can't see it, touch it. I mean, you can touch the manifestation of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't touch all the dots that combine the world yeah. together. And so it's in that detail that I wonder if we just get caught up in, in, and bogged down. And I'd love to try and facilitate a way that, like, um, if, you know, like, uh, this is one of Will's classic examples, uh, Superman 4, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, genuinely hated by most people. Yeah. But there's this bit where Superman at the end kind of um, destroys the nuclear man and gets everything back to normal and he flies down and he says something to the crowd of people he says um, you know uh, something to the effect of if you could see the planet the way I do yeah you would realize how similar we are yeah he's talking about him looking at it from space and sometimes I feel like I get to see humanity from a third person point of view because I because this idea of just a podcaster doesn't tie me in too much to too many things. It yeah. doesn't mean I can and can't talk to certain people. And I'm not saying faith does that either. Yeah. But if we do look at it like we, we know bubbles exist, mm. you know, and and we know humans, even in um, scripture, it does. I'm sure it talks about how man is not perfect. Oh, you know, and and when you're saying you got kind of peed off by the church, it was through mortals. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but we still get caught up in the details and 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 what it means. And if you give your belief over to something, which I still think we do every day, willingly or unwillingly, that you then have to like be part of that team and 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 you know kind of support that team which you should and I guess people are just worried and and maybe rightly so that 
they'll be found out to be wrong, right? Because no one really like that's something that does c- combine us as well and connect us as humans as we hate being wrong. Yeah, but I guess it's also go if you believe in nothing, uh, if you if you don't ever commit to believing in any, anything, you really just believe in nothing. Well, and I take a step further. I believe what concerns me probably well, I can't say the most but deeply is that because there's that hesitation to talk about faith now let's say less people are encouraging themselves and their friends to go and hang out at church and whatever that we take our moral guidance from like there's still a moral guidance needed Mm. and people will inevitably try and fill that gap Oh, and, and I so th- who does? I, I think it's like, you know, superheroes and, 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 and brands and people who are hungry for the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, I think it's important to know that just like just like so many things, and it's not just within Christianity, it's within faith across the board, whether it's other religions, whether it's, you know, um, uh, an, an eating lifestyle, whatever you choose to put your faith in, it's a spectrum. It's not a binary decision that says that on the you know on the continuum you are here and you're locked to it yeah. you know these are things that are 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 umbrella sort of ideas that are designed to sweep up a partic- you know a, a broad group of people that have a diversity of viewpoint and i guess what from my perspective i want to be able to get to a point where it's like actually i can I can know that I can have the same impartiality and people can be as open with me in spite of my faith as you not as you are in the in the in the position that you have being able to not necessarily having to go and commit to a particular flavor or or, or sense of what it is and it's like imagine a world where it it didn't require an intermediary like you to be um, Switzerland, you know, um, in the middle of the war on who, you know, on who's right and who's wrong. If we could just sit down and have a bloody conversation with each other and agree to disagree on some things and agree to get our heads together and go, well, actually, there might be something in this. Yeah. Or even, you know, or even, even get to a point where, depending on what it is, you might get to a point where you go, Actually, I'm prepared to give up that piece of who I was for such a long time because this is not about, you know, it comes back to the me versus we. It's like, how often does that then become just about me? And it's like, well, actually, how do we go? Well, if it is actually about we and the betterment and something that's bigger and you try and live as much as you can beyond yourself, it's like if you reach that point where you get called out and it's like, it's kind of like, well, I'll listen, you know, but I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it frustrates me that, it, and I completely appreciate what you're saying about the role that you have as that intermediary, but it, it frustrates me that it requires people to be that apolitical in terms of position right. to, to simply get people to be honest. Well, I think it's a time issue is that, you know, the word nuance doesn't, it doesn't suggest doing it quickly. Yeah. And you just can't get across um, your ideas in a vlog. Mm. You know, even if you put seven vlogs together, it's just the format is too short. And so we do need places. And I wonder if we'll see more of that. Um, I'm definitely feeling like there's more of a push now to find things to do together, you know. And I mean, I mean that like a... Um, 
you know, you start seeing more academics doing tours. Hmm. And then all of a sudden there's 6,000 people in a hall listening to someone talk. You yeah. know? And it's kind of, that's so old school, you know. I'm yeah. hearing stories about, um, you know, like Twain and that doing that. You know, that was part of their work. Yeah. They cruised around. And I mean, I don't know if I really consciously think I'm doing that, but maybe subconsciously that's what I want to do, you know, yeah. because this idea of, um, well, it's also because we just don't, I just don't, I think if you counted the words we speak, we speak way less. Yeah. Maybe not us, because we're <laughs> quite good talkers, or yeah. we also have that mixture of generations, yeah. which, you know, was about smack talk and kind of talking your way out of drama, you know? Yeah. It was, but, but I wonder if pound for pound of, like, your digital footprint is actually a big stamp in the ground now versus your real life footprint, which is just these tiptoeing around yep. trying to just get from A to B, you know. And and I I, I don't really like that. Well, I I think the statistics would back me up by saying we're way less happy yeah. with that scenario. Yeah, we have the most ever, but we're way less happy yeah. than ever before. Yeah, maybe. Again, this is just a no. I, a couple I, dudes talking. I, I th- yeah, I think there's there's merit in that. Again, I just think it's just kind of it's just like let's celebrate diverse voices, you yeah. know. Like let's be brave. I think be brave, you know. Be brave. And I'm mate. I'm I'm the biggest advert. Like biggest, you know. It's the pot calling the kettle black. If I'm still allowed to say that, you know. Like uh, I have been very restrained yeah. when it comes to speaking about this kind of stuff in the public public eye why though I get my for, for, for fear of all of the things that you've outlined yeah um, but we have to be we have to it requires some bravery because because I know what it is when we speak on these platforms we capture ourselves right and time stamps us hmm. and what happens in social media that doesn't happen in the real world is that we're not allowed to be a different version of who we were on that day yeah and so that's what happens is you you might in 5, 10 years, 20 years have slightly different views as I might too but we're never allowed to grow from that it's like a digital timestamp. that's who you are mm. but in real life like you have a path back from murdering someone Oh, when you have a path back as long as you kind of own it yeah. and as long as you do the work humans will try their best Oh, you look at, I mean, you look at when your your kid does something wrong. Your kid does the most, you know, turns around and smacks the other kid fair square in the face. You imagine if we only ever made judgments based off of, and on the type of person that somebody was, simply based off of what they did. And again, don't get me wrong, that is not that you condone violence and really terrible behavior because forgiving isn't necessarily always forgetting. But this idea of redemption, like we're able to be given a second, a third, a fourth chance by way of our intent. Mm. And like, just like you say, I'll wake up tomorrow and there's a good chance that um, my particular view on this one thing may have shifted. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that my 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 spiritual and emotional DNA's changed mm. necessarily. Mm. Um, and I just think. Yeah, I just think, like, actually, what would it take for us to be brave enough to see beyond simply what people did or do and get beyond the knee-jerk reactions of that and go, what was what was Jim's intent here? Yeah. What yeah. was he trying to achieve? Yeah. Um, was this... Was it was that for the better of him, or was that the better of betterment of something bigger than that? Yeah. Um, 
and like actually actively if nothing else if not committing to any particular set of beliefs or, or whatever if you did nothing else other than to simply look for redemptive moments in your day where you can go you know what I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt mm. I'm going to give them a second chance and see how monumentally different your view of the world is when you're able to get on a roll of that because in as much as we like to believe that the world is out out to get us and everybody's evil I think the exact opposite exists you know like I have friends and, and family who have worked in law enforcement and all of those sorts of things and they see the worst of the worst so their world is 97.5% bad and the rest is kind of where hope lies but the real, reality is if we're honest on any given day it's actually going to shake out okay mm. and yeah there's some stuff that we don't like and there's stuff that's bad and all the rest of it I get that but like yeah I guess what does it take for us to begin to look for some hope and some redemption and even that mm. um, because that's actively looking for that is us taking actually taking responsibility for how where we choose to go from you know like and, I, and we're empowering ourselves to actually take some of that control back by offering um, a redemptive view of someone or h- hope that this might not have been what they were trying to achieve yeah. like that's taking control that's not that's not a um, that's not a passive um, doormat kind of approach you're actually taking control of how you're going to get on with your day and I just think man like, like that's one thing I'm super passionate about and like I, mate, I'm I'm as cynical as they come so it's as big a challenge as you know for you as it is for me in any situation shape or form but I just I've, I've seen firsthand um, the change that it can make in my day and other people's day when you get out of that headspace mm. and I just think you know you got to start with the simple stuff eh? yeah I agree and I actually think you're talking in you know a very religious way you're just you're just using language that makes sense you know what I mean like I, I, okay I'll say it another <laughs> way I bet what you just said is the essence of all of all lessons scripture everything right is like this idea that ultimately it's about getting out of your own way finding a way to you know see the light in the worst scenarios and and trying to trying to do that every day because just because you're trying to doesn't mean you will be able to do it well, to, you know? put, to put it in another th- I think a message that's often missed is, is that you know within within Christianity there's obviously this idea that you go to heaven once you've passed and it's a life lived and therefore you somehow earn credits to get through the doors but it's kind of like that's like that's the that's the, that's the second plot. The, the main plot is actually about heaven being realized on earth today, and what you've what you've just articulated is is exactly that. Uh, heaven on earth would be the place in which people would be able to offer each other that, um, and that's the goal, you know. Well. I hope we can reach a point too where, and, and maybe there's a conversation. Maybe we don't have to talk about it now. But it fascinates me that if if we talk in this way, I'm 100% in. I guess the the bit that we have to kind of discuss is are these kind of like and maybe you'll have some insight on this when we talk about things like I talk about the Superman things it's kind of it's it's real but it's told in story yep. it's told in ways that we can imagine it I think the confusing bit is saying it it is real like this you know or yep. this version of us because 
Okay, well, think about someone who's passed away. They're yep. still real, yep. but you can't you can't grab them. Yeah, you yeah. can't touch them. You can't cuddle them, but you kind of can because you remember it, you think about it, you you imagine it, and you were able to at some stage, you know? So I wonder, too, if we get caught up in just trying to say that, you know, like if you take everything literal, say, from the Bible or something, then it's then it, it dates it, eh? Because you can't actually say like something like, uh, how they did it then is how they do it now. There's no room for a growth. There's no room for change. You, you can't say that. Um, so, for example, if you're going to write like a, a a Bible today, yeah, you might include smartphones. You oh, know, con- context is absolutely yeah. everything, and I think that that's the part that people miss, miss in so much. So much of the message is that it is actually it's about context. At the time when it was written, yeah. it was entirely contextual, right? And there was a, there was a, a social subtext that was in play. There was there were writ- written rules and unwritten rules, and everything that's written in there relates to that because that was the context. But at the end of the day, it is it's historical narrative that you have to dive into and understand the context around what was going on at the time. And that's ultimately where faith comes into play. There are some things that, again, you know, <laughs> crucify me, excuse the pun if you will, but um, that I believe to be true, you know. Um, but there's also elements of the Bible that are entirely contextual. It's yeah. both and. It's all of the above. Like, and it's not It's not one or the other. Yeah. It sounds know. like life. <laughs> 100%. But it is, eh? Because yeah. that's the thing. It's like, it may sound like, whoa, you're not giving me any rules. So welcome to life. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have... The perceived safety but it's dangerous AF you know yeah. it's scary it's you know every day it's a miracle that we get to do this you know yeah. um, I think we kind of forget our own scenario of how good it is in our little bubble right now you know because it could be you know you said manifest heaven on earth like I also think we are really awesome at manifesting hell on earth mm. you know and regardless if it's I mean there's yes there's forces but we it's like those forces Forces are in us too. We all have the good and the bad, right? And like taken to those extremes, we've seen it throughout history. We may see it in the future. It's like give give, give a chance, and all of those gluttony, greed will come out. But also hope, love, you know. So they're always fighting. But and, but you look at you look at the good, mm. and then the the bad, and you look at the good, and that's largely yeah. external yeah. getting beyond oneself looking at a bigger broader picture mm. living beyond me yeah <laughs> the bad when when my needs and your needs go head to head and I have to make the decision as to what's more important because of the way I've chosen to live that's when bad shit happens mm. like because you then become a lesser person and you're not as important yeah like 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 breaking it down it's like yeah there's a there's a lot of discussion and a lot of nuance that goes around it but at its core it's like there's some pretty pretty straightforward kind of um, equations in play mm. and I think that that's the thing it's just that constant challenge to get up and actively engage your brain to get beyond yourself yep. on on this particular day at this particular moment mm. and that's a that's a that's a day by day thing that's an 
hour by hour thing, minute by minute thing, second by second thing. And on any given day, I can be at any point in that spectrum. But again, it comes back to intent. My intent is to try. Um, and yeah, and I, I, beyond that, it's like if you if you if you're if you're claiming to have locked something down beyond that, I hate to tell tell you, but you're full of it. Yeah, well, I think fear drives us and and also ignorance. Like, I'm the first to admit I'm quite ignorant. Like, uh, even though I am very open, it doesn't mean I am very well researched. Like, I was watching some documentaries on the weekend about Karl Marx. Yeah. And in my head, he's kind of tied into this, you know, the Marxist movement and, you know, communism and all these things. But when you watch the documentary, he was just a dude trying to find a better solution than making kids turn up and work for hours at a coal mine yeah. the problem is is that humans suck sometimes and a group of them came around and took these ideas and took those ideas and we're doing it for the betterment of you yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like cool no not cool uncool no. yeah. and millions of people died you know and it's like that's the scary thing is that we took something from someone who was just trying to do this, a solid yeah. but you don't live forever no we took so something you beautiful and it you can't it see up. what happens with your ideas it might be that someone hears something in this and gets motivated to do something bloody horrible and it's like well what do you do with that what do you do with that well, but the scale I guess I don't have a skeleton and nor should you if that was to happen because again I know I know and understand my intent mm. <laughs> you know and I think that that's the thing is is we can only be responsible for what we can be responsible for yeah. uh, the rest we have to believe that the right thing to do will prevail mm. and sometimes that's going to happen and sometimes it's not but those that choose to change the course of history and make decisions to the contrary are ultimately the ones that are going to be accountable for yep. it yep and remembered incorrectly um if I was a god, Greg, I would create a system like it is where there's difference. Yeah. That you cannot walk around if you walk around anymore. I mean, that's the hard case thing, right? The algorithm serves you a specific diet of things to look at. But in real life, when we walk around, we see difference. We mm. see it in height. We see it in gender. We see it in color. We see it in skill set. And I think that's such... We're so lucky to have that. Yeah, oh, because if we didn't have it, we would all be the same. And if we were all the same, we would never have that true diverse thought of opinion. I, I would also create multiple versions of religion <laughs> so that each had to constantly challenge each other because I'm not around forever. Yeah. Just because Greg's here for the next whatever years, yeah. one day Greg's gone and someone might not articulate it as good as you. And then all of a sudden you're going, you know, it's like it only takes one person to capture an idea and make yeah, it yeah. into something it's not. So to have these differences constantly saying, oi, 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 you know, tell me why, tell me why. And mm. you've got to keep remembering, you know. And I think even if we didn't come up with like, you know, I sometimes think the internet goes down and all our, all our stuff's on there, mm. we'd still be all right. Because we'd have to remember the hard way. Yeah. Because yeah. it does feel like that's why people I think love aliens because it feels like something is lost. Yeah. Something is lost in our combined humanity, you know. And what feels that is just like, oh, I got to go back to work. 
there's so much I wish I could say and <laughs> an entire tangent that we could, could go on and just in terms of some of the central parts of stuff that I believe but maybe that's a conversation for yeah, the other yeah let's have heaps about it you know um, but the one thing I will say is like so two things yeah. um, remembrance is this idea again just from my perspective the stuff that I, I I've I, I've I believe in and live out is this idea of communion as that remembrance that then lives on beyond um, me or in the next guy and the next guy after that the other thing I was say is um, I've just recently come across this really awesome concept within Māori Dim called um, kotahitanga yep. and I apologise if I if I butcher my understanding of it yep. um, but as far as I can make out it's this idea that um the awesomeness of our diversity is never truly fully realized until we have oneness and purpose. Mm. And so if we are hugely diverse without purpose, this idea of kotahitanga doesn't rise to the surface. Kotahitanga is about you and me being exceedingly different, uh, but we are optimized and at you know we're peaking at level 10 when we come together underneath a unified purpose um and you know you could argue that that's reasonably straightforward but i just i've read it and i'm just going man like that's for me that's just such a cool idea that in a world that wants to and is continuing to celebrate diversity uh you know uh race religion gender all of those sorts of things that are incredibly polarizing but we have this opportunity to come together under a a sense of one purpose uh, to really take that to, to the next level and there's a, a thousand of these conversations to take place in the meantime mm. but um, you know in the meantime I hold on to those things that I know to be true to me um, and, and and are things that are uh, sustaining mm. and and everything else is, is is up for up for discussion you know Craig Buckley you just blew my mind thanks, thanks for man. joining me on the podcast bro cheers anytime Thank you.